and in bed like a Barbie. Hello everybody, it is me, Salem, and welcome back to my Chanel. How are you guys doing? I hope you guys are feeling fun. I hope you guys are feeling festive. I hope you guys clicked on this video ready to talk about Barbie and how everybody is angry. A lot of people are angry at it. I wanted to give like my version of what I would look like if I was in the Barbie world, but I look like Poppy from Trolls. But you know what? I still ain't. I know I'm kind of late to this conversation, but am I late or does the internet just move on really fast? Let me answer for you. It's the second thing. I like taking my time thinking of like the stuff that I'm about to say or whatever. I even take time, you know, thinking of my looks and everything. And by the time I'm finished, the whole entire internet has just forgotten the entire thing. Like the internet really be like, I forgot, but I don't. I remember. But the reason why I want to talk about Barbie today is because first of all, not only has it become one of like the most successful films of the year. Barbie has developed this really massive fan base, but also a group of haters. The Barbie movie was definitely one of those things that everyone knew was just going to become a huge thing. When the premiere of the movie came out, everyone was there. Tell me why Flo from Progressive was there. The Duolingo Owl was there. They got the queen of the barbs, Miss Onika, to appear at the carpet. Everyone slayed their outfits except, of course, Sam Smith. This is me going to get snacks at the gas station at 3 a.m. vibes. The marketing team behind this movie really did their job and they honestly all deserve raises and the praises and the raisins because they did such a good job. Everyone started to become so hyped for this movie because the advertising was just so good. Because people ended up being so excited for the film that people were dressing up all in pink, making get readies with me on TikTok just to go see the movie. I myself dressed up in pink with some of my girlfriends and my sister to go watch the film, which was really cool to see people get this excited for a movie. Hopefully everyone will keep that same energy for the FNAF movie. Join the animatronic family. That song's actually so good. Like, it's part of my gym playlist. No shame. And thus, finally, the pink realm and pink world opened up to us peasants in theaters, and it was a massive, massive success. Bringing close to almost 1.3 billion dollars at the worldwide box office and also becoming one of the top grossing films of all time a lot of people started to react to it on youtube videos on tiktok talking about how amazing it was billy eilish's what was i made for trending on tiktok with people talking about their personal experiences about being a woman in this world and how the barbie film validated their experiences however we all know um whenever women are even slightly validated in any sort of media there's got to be someone who's angry about it so then the internet completely went up in flames hot take the barbie movie was pretty awful like so bad i took notes to try to prepare for this review and i can't organize my thought you know how they say there's like an agenda the agenda of this movie is division this movie is not just a piece of movie is a flaming piece of dog piled atop an entire dumpster on fire piled atop a landfill filled with dog and then there's Barbie, which stinks so much. That movie stunk. It, and it's not because I didn't get it. It's not because I'm a man who's threatened. It's just like, I get it. I'm not threatened. I think it's actually kind of like, it wasn't like this feminist thing. It was just like, okay, yeah, it sucks to be a girl. I got back from the Barbie movie and my review is no. 
Just know, Barbie was no longer considered a fun little movie. It was now a man-hating, anti-motherhood, too woke, progressive, brainwashing filth of a film. The Barbie movie ended up being a lot more political than anyone anticipated, and therefore was considered very controversial by a lot of people who have no time on their hands and politicize everything, you know? And then on the opposite end, you have people who are doing way too much and praising the film a little too much to the point where they're Rick and Mortying it, where if you don't find it funny, then you're just not smart. Like, you just don't get the humor. Now, people are kind of Rick and Mortying the Barbie movie by saying, like, if you didn't like it, then you just didn't get it. Or if he doesn't like Barbie, he's a red flag. Okay, guys, calm down. It's just a doll. So then what is up with all the hoopla, the hullabaloo, the buffoonery, the chicanery? What is going on here? Why are people so upset? How did a movie about a freaking doll get so many people angry? That is what today's video is all about. So make sure you get some snacks, get into some pink pajamas, snuggle with your dog, and let's get into today's video. But first, y'all know the drill. I gotta pay my bills, so thank the Lord we have a sponsor today. HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. So skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking truly easy and fun and affordable. And that's why it's America's number one meal cat. Fall is literally right around the corner. Thank goodness, I am so tired of this heat. And thankfully, HelloFresh is here to help you plan for the busy season ahead with tasty dishes delivered right to your door. Simply choose your recipes and pick your delivery date and lay back and enjoy the last days of summer knowing dinner is covered and also that summer is finally gonna be over and when life gets busy don't call for delivery get hellofresh it's 25 percent cheaper than takeout and less expensive than grocery shopping too and one of my favorite recipes to make is the dijon mustard apple kale salad literally my mouth be watering just thinking about it and yours can be too so go to hellofresh.com 50 salem tovar and use code 50 salem tovar for 50 percent off plus free shipping. That's hellofresh.com slash 50 Salem Tovar and use code 50 Salem Tovar for 50% off plus free shipping. All right, let's do this. Part one, the controversial history of Barbie. Yes, Barbie has always been a topic of debate. So let's start from the beginning. Barbie is a fashion doll that was created by Ruth Handler, first introduced by the American toy company Mattel in 1959. The inspiration for Barbie came from Ruth Handler observing her daughter play with paper dolls and imagining them in adult roles. The doll's full name is Barbara Millicent Roberts, and she was intended to be a doll that portrayed a more grown-up, glamorous image than the baby dolls prevalent at the time. And because of this, Barbie's popularity soared, and she became an iconic cultural phenomenon over the decades. She was constantly updated with new outfits, careers, and accessories, reflecting changing fashions and social trends throughout history. However, over the years, there were a lot of Barbies that were considered controversial and completely abandoned, such as Sugar Daddy Ken, Midge the Pregnant Barbie, or the dog that pooped. Which, by the way, I had that one. My parents bought it for me for Christmas, and I liked it, even though I swallowed. Like, I swallowed one of the pellets. And I haven't been the same since. 
Anyways, Barbie has faced criticism for promoting unrealistic body proportions and beauty standards. Because of this, Mattel has made efforts to diversify Barbie with different body types, skin tones, and careers to better reflect the modern world. So it didn't really come to a surprise to any of us when we heard that there was going to be a Barbie movie, especially because nowadays there are a lot of movies based off of franchises. Most recently, there was the Super Mario Bros. movie, the Lego movie, and Trolls. There have been a lot of movies based off of toys or video games or other franchises But I think the reason why Barbie was so different is because this would be the first movie based off of a brand and franchise that had humans in it. Every other movie that has to do with a brand or franchise has been animated and has had themes surrounding children stuff. But because Barbie has such a long history within the fashion world, within the toy world, it only made sense that the movie was going to explore a Adult themes, specifically their target demographic being millennials. A lot of people definitely were expecting the Barbie movie to take on the same formula as these previous franchise and brands movies where it's heavily based on childhood or children themes, but Barbie did the exact opposite, focusing on themes surrounding beauty standards, sexism, the patriarchy, and a lot of political themes, which in my opinion is incredibly smart. Not only is it unexpected and really messes with people's standards of what they thought the movie was going to be, but people have to remember that the producers and Greta Gerwig are very, very smart, and I know for a fact that they knew, because of the Barbie movie being so heavily political, that it would start to cause a lot of controversial conversations around it. Whether good or bad, the point is that people are talking about the movie, and they get to laugh in our faces with one billion dollars while everyone on the internet attacks each other over a movie about a doll. Part 2, my honest review of Barbie, and how I could see why some people got upset. Psych, not really, let's deep dive into the arguments anyways though. I got all dressed up in my pink with my girlfriends and my sister to go see the Barbie movie. Everything was great. The atmosphere was great. The popcorn was great. Um, the snacks that we snuck in were amazing because I'm not trying to pay $11 for one freaking licorice. And all four of us were so excited to watch this film, especially after it being hyped up in its advertising, being hyped up on TikTok. We were expecting to cry because a lot of people were saying that we were going to cry. And I love crying. Like crying is is like my favorite thing. I do it all the time. And I was also excited to see what all the hullabaloo was about because a lot of people were saying so many different things about the movie. Some people were saying that it was life-changing. And then on the other side, people are saying, it's basically saying that I, as a man, shouldn't exist. Let me get my popcorn. Let me get my snacks. Let's see what this movie's about, okay? And it was good. It was a movie and I watched it and I had fun watching it and honestly that makes for a good movie to me. Yeah, take my review with a grain of salt, um, theater buffs or whatever or movie critics. I don't like movies that are like five hours long and are in black and white and are about deep philosophical stuff because that's boring. I like color and I like musicals. This movie had both of those things. Sure, yes, there was a lot of political conversation 
conversation and deep philosophical themes, but it didn't bother me as much. I also thoroughly enjoyed Alan. All of us also thoroughly very much enjoyed Ken, which is a very popular opinion and I think it's funny that a lot of people are saying that this film is anti-man when everyone literally was obsessed with Ken in the theater, even though he plays the main villain for a while in the movie. I do think that Ken alone definitely saved a lot of the heaviness from the film. Like I said in the beginning, I'm not a person that's very into like deep films that like make you think hard because I can do that all on my own in the middle of the night. No, thank you. I think that there was a lot of times where I kind of had whiplash at how quickly a comedy scene would end and then it would immediately become super serious. A lot of themes in this movie in general, I just could not find relatable and neither did the people that I went to go see it with, mainly because it was very heavily focused on specifically white American culture, which is something that none of us could relate to, but we could definitely see how other people could relate to it and understand it a tad bit more. But even if we didn't understand or could relate to certain themes in the movie, there were some touching moments. One of my favorites is when Barbie is thinking about the fragility of life and looks over to a lonely old lady at the bus stop and she just kind of admires her for her beauty and tells the old woman that she's beautiful. I really appreciated the messaging behind that a lot. I also appreciate the amount of work and creativity that they put into this movie such as Ken's musical number with all the other Kens where they get so busy doing this musical number that they forget that they had a plan to overthrow the Barbie's government. Like, come on, that's super funny. I also really liked the main overarching theme and message of the movie. I don't think it's the most amazing thing since sliced bread, but it's definitely not as bad as people are making it out to be. I think especially in today's, you know, climate of emotional distress and people being so extremist, a lot of people don't know how to consume media or music or anything without involving their own personal feelings in politics, which makes them take everything personally. And definitely the Barbie movie fell victim to that. I still think that you are allowed to dislike any movie in the world. You don't have to like the Barbie movie. I don't think it's a red flag to not like it. I think that you can still watch it understand the meaning of it and the messaging behind it and still not like it. People don't understand how I don't like certain films that have won literal awards and I still don't like them because I just don't. So I'm not going to question anybody else's taste level when it comes to movies, but I think the main reason why the dislike of Barbie is so different is because it always leads back to politics. But to say that this movie is anti-man and anti-motherhood? I'm just so confused where people are getting these messages from. Did we watch the same movie? The number one argument that I always see about the Barbie movie is that Barbie is anti-motherhood. Because in the beginning of the movie, it starts off this exaggerated scene about how baby dolls were no longer the new favorite toy of little girls, but instead it was Barbie. And the narration of the voice talking through the history of Barbie says something along the lines of Since the beginning of time, since the first little girl ever existed, there have been dolls. The dolls were always and forever baby dolls. The girls who played with them could only ever play at being mothers, which can be fun, at least for a while anyway. 
Ask your mother. With this opening line, people already got triggered. Creator of Barbie was inspired to make a doll that was already an adult, that accessories and shoes, it could be an astronaut, could be a princess, could be whatever, so that her daughter had more options to play with. But for some reason, a lot of people took this as anti-motherhood, even though a mother made Barbie for her daughter. So that doesn't really add up. There is a joke in the film about the Barbie Midge, which was a cancel the Barbie because of her being pregnant. And everyone that keeps trying to make this argument is just being purposely dense and saying stuff like, they didn't like the Barbie because it promotes motherhood. No, 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 no. The Barbie got abandoned and discontinued because it's disturbing. There's literally a little thing in its belly that you can rip out like you're Hannibal. The reason why Midge was considered controversial back then, they did not have a problem with Midge being a mother. They had a problem with Midge not coming with a Ken or having a wedding ring, appearing to be either a teen mother or a single mother, which was incredibly looked down upon around those times. Back then, the concept of Midge was considered incredibly inappropriate because to parents, it was not promoting nuclear family. Instead, it was promoting teen pregnancy and promiscuity. That's why it got abandoned and that's why it got canceled. Not because it's trying to promote motherhood but because people were prude which is so ironic because we're still facing that same type of stigma today discontinuing midge has nothing to do with anti-motherhood it was just a failed marketing toy there are also a couple of scenes in the movie where motherhood is brought up in what others might perceive as a negative connotation but i perceive it as reality lines such as when america Ferrera says stuff like well i'm a mom i never get to do fun things. Yes, mothers can still have fun and can still be individuals and still very much do what they want to do, but it is a lot harder because children are responsibilities and children take time and effort and energy. Many, many mothers suffer from not being able to have enough them time, alone time, unwinding time, which is very much deserved by the way. Shout out to all the moms out there. Motherhood can be very rewarding, beautiful, and so fulfilling for a lot of women, but it can also be very tiring. If we keep glossing over the truth of motherhood and childbearing and child rearing, we make it seem like it's this, oh, it's such an easy thing, like who cares? Anyone can do it. It's not that hard. Everyone should do it. And trivializing the the whole thing, the less people are going to take it serious. And it's something that should be serious. And it's not something that's always roses and daisies. So to lie and say that motherhood is always 100% perfect, there will be days when you're tired and frustrated, need alone time. And there's also days where it's amazing and it makes it all worth it. America Ferreira is also very grateful in the film to have her relationship fixed with her daughter by the end of the movie. And this is why this conversation is so important to have because it shows that women, even if they have kids, are still multifaceted beings, multidimensional thinkers. Two things can be true at once. You can love being a mother, but it can also be very hard. Another concept where motherhood is brought up is at the end where the actual creator of Barbie talks to Margot Robbie about whether she wants to become human or not. She tells her, I always hoped for you like I hoped for her, referring to her own daughter. We mothers stand still so that our daughters can look back and see how far they've come. This quote not only shows how much of a sacrifice motherhood is, but the importance of motherhood and how much we should appreciate it. Their lives are 
no longer about them. It's about them and their children. So I'm not sure how anyone is getting a narrative that it's anti-motherhood at all when the entire movie literally basically ends with Ruth, the creator of Barbie, talking about how motherhood is all about giving and how the reward is seeing how far the later generations will go based off of that sacrifice. The next argument that I keep seeing about Barbie is that it's anti-man, which I understand why some people might take how the movie portrayed men to heart, but it's just a movie and it's meant to be exaggerated. I also think a lot of people were taking Ken's character way out of context. Ken became obsessed with material possessions. He became obsessed with trying to become bigger and better than everyone around him, being obsessed with trying to get Barbies validation and not seeking or thinking that there could ever be any meaningful existence outside of all those things. Which at the end of the movie, Barbie has a heart-to-heart -heart talk with Ken about how he doesn't need any of that stuff in order for him to matter. The patriarchy does tell men the more money, the more alpha male you are, the more women you're with or whatever, these alpha male top G guys are talking about that the more that you give into that type of culture oh the better and happier you're gonna be when in reality material possessions at the end of the day will fade filling up your mojo dojo casa house with a bunch of things isn't gonna fill that hole and trying to get validation from women constantly and making that your only purpose in your life is tiring and not worth it <laughs> that to me is how I interpreted Ken's arc is that at the end of the film he realized that, that Ken was perfectly enough just the way that he was, even without his fur coats, his mojo dojo casa house, and yes, the horses. Barbie even apologizes for dismissing Ken and making him feel like he was othered within Barbie land. Ken coming to the conclusion that him simply being himself was enough. He was Kenuff. I also think that the most prevalent part of Ken being so adamant and trying to get Barbie's validation is something that is also very connected to this modern day culture with a lot of young men who are so obsessed with other women that they think that that's the only purpose for their life. And it's also no coincidence that these young men are also roped into the beliefs where they get offended easily when stuff isn't about them and all they can take away from it is why does the world hate men? Why does the world hate men? Why me? Poor me? Boo-hoo? Womp womp. This movie definitely triggered the not all men crowd. I don't know why those types of men are so obsessed with what people think of them. You know what a true mature human being would do? And this goes for both men and women. What people think of you is none of your business. People's problems with you are their problems. They're not your problems. And if people approach you in life as a stereotype, as your skin color, as your gender, if that's the first thing that they see about you and start treating you in accordance to the stereotypes that tie into the skin color or gender or you know whatever job you have or whatever, they're not worth having around. So leave and find people who are willing to look into your humanity beyond the surface level. And trust me, your life will transform. Learn to change and learn to move. You are not a tree. And I know that there's this huge stigma around not telling people how to live their lives, but I'm going to do it anyways. Especially for this specific demographic of young men who are constantly making everything about themselves and their misery and do nothing to change it. And yet take it out on literally everyone else. It's not fair. It's not fair to everyone around you, but it's also not fair to yourself. 
yourself. And this goes for everyone, what I'm about to say. If you find that your life is constantly revolving around other people, how they feel and how they perceive you, you are living your life wrong. Not everyone is going to like you. People will treat you like a stereotype. People will also get to know you deeply and still determine that they don't like you. Kindness is not something that is guaranteed in this world. And to burden others with something that you should be in charge of is delusional, selfish, and ridiculous. No one can give you fulfillment but yourself. No one can make you happy except yourself. Don't worry about who said what or if the majority of people treat you a certain way because of a stereotype. Bro, just do you and do it happily, authentically, and as kind as possible. If you find yourself in a position in life where you are taking absolutely everything personally and as an attack, even a form of media, music, someone's opinion, a movie about a doll, that is a big sign that you are living your life wrong and you probably need to disconnect and reevaluate a lot of priorities in your life. And when I say that, I mean that that goes for everyone listening. We don't discriminate here. I believe all humans, no matter what you identify as, can be horrible as hell. But I do believe being horrible is a choice. So hey, I have an idea. Let's not do that one. Remember everyone, whether you are a girl, boy, he, she, they, them, you can also be enough. I would say that at the end of the day, Barbie was very heavy on choice feminism, which is my favorite type of feminism because it means that everyone can choose whatever the hell they want to do and I don't have to be a part of it because I don't care about your life and I don't want to be a part of it. Whether people want to become parents or not, whether someone wants to be single forever and die that way, someone wants to become an astronaut or a zookeeper, I don't care. More power to you. There's messages about patriarchy. There are messages about cellular light and beauty standards motherhood it's too woke it hates men i would say that that's the whole point of the movie the whole point of the movie was to show humanity and all it's ugly final part choosing humanity over something that's perfect I honestly think that there are better movies out there that really deep dive into the different messages that Barbie wants to portray. I believe the movie Everything Everywhere All at Once really did an excellent deep dive into what it means to be human as well as having a better approach to the mother and daughter relationship aspect of the film. But despite Barbie having so many messages, I do think that there is one main message in this film that I took away the absolute most after watching it and that is the importance of humanity. Some people might be affected by, you know, beauty standards far more than other people. Some people might be more heavily affected by patriarchy than other people. Some people might have mommy issues like how the movie explored. And although a lot of people are saying that they don't understand what the main, main message of the movie is, because there were so many, I think that's the point. Motherhood, partnerships, friendships, thoughts about death, the uncertainty of life, living in a world where you think everything's perfect and then everything just suddenly crashes down all around you. This is humanity. The whole point of the movie is that it is exploring all aspects of life, especially the ones that aren't as pretty as all the other stuff in Barbie land. And the whole point of the movie is that despite Barbie knowing all the bad that comes with everything, is that she also got to know the beauty of it all. But even though she was exposed to all the bad in the real world, 
she still chose to become human because she was open to seeing the beauty in life and the endless possibilities that there was in being human, in being multifaceted, in being multidimensional. Barbie chose to be human because to be human is to coexist with both the bad and the good. The beauty of humanity is that everyone's path is so individualistic and it's so personal to each their own that you can't let other people's decisions, not only in your personal life, but in the outer, greater world, affect you. You are entitled to creating your own path just as anyone else, and you're also entitled to finding your version of happiness in the healthiest, smartest of ways. Alright guys, that is it for today's video. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you guys watched this entire thing, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. If you guys did watch the entire thing, make sure you comment down a duck emoji down in the comments below so that I know that you guys watched the whole thing. Make sure to like and subscribe. Turn on the little bell for notifications so you guys always get notified for every time I upload. You guys are free to do whatever you want. You are free to disagree with me. You are free to comment down below what you think, but just keep it cute. Keep it cordial. Keep it healthy. Make a conversation around the content, not the creator. If you guys haven't been following me on Instagram, go ahead and follow me on there. What have you been doing? It's at underscore Salem Tovar underscore as well as TikTok. I make TikToks every now and then under the same name, Salem Tovar, so you can find me there. Uh, I'm so hungry. <gasps> Should I get Taco Bell? Oh my God. I'm gonna get Taco Bell. I haven't had Taco Bell in literally like three months, which is insane by the way. Like, I be healthy now. <laughs> but anyways, you guys know the drill. Before I end all my videos, I just encourage you guys to do something that you love today. Drink some tea, take a nap. Make sure you just make today count and be kind to others, y'all. Like, it's not that hard. It's really not that hard. Also remember, if you find yourself way too chronically online, go outside and touch grass. Anyways, bye. I love you guys so much. And I will see you in the next video. Bye.